Nokore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nokore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nakore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NakoreApparel.com. That's N-O-K-O-R-E Apparel.com. Nakore Apparel for Truth Tellers. Yo, 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 what is going on? Yeah, that's way too loud. This is DJ Brainstorm <laughs> on the mic with you right now, coming to you live and direct with episode number 246 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, the DMST podcast is yeah. back. <clears throat> I want to thank everybody that is tuned in live on Facebook. Thank you. Everybody that is tuning in live throughout the week. SoundCloud, even though I don't thank think you. that many people listen well, that much on SoundCloud no more. Well, people, some people Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, um, Tune in radio app, Wooshka. Wooshka. Anywhere, wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in this week. Playboy, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Playboy the DJ, Playboy D8. Oh, uh, oh, oh my bad, my bad. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Dev pulled to you. <laughs> Playboy the DJ, Playboy D8 DJ. <laughs> well, I'm, checking, I'm checking the volume. I'm like, this shit ain't going up. It must have been on the silent part. Yeah. That shit was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> my bad, Joe. My bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, play with a DJ. Play uh, with DA DJ. Uh, another week, another show. Let's get it in, man. Dev, how you feeling? Oh man, I am feeling really well. You know what I mean. Sad to be, we have you know feeling good. Sad to see you. Uh, you at least getting ready to you know. Niggas be leaving Cleveland. You know, there's some sucking shit. But anyway, we, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm ready to go. Ready to have some fun with you, at least today. Your All mic's right. on. It's on. You ain't got everybody. You, least, how are you feeling? I'm about to fight this. <laughs> 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 nah, I'm blessed, healthy, and wealthy per usual, man. I'm feeling real good. You know what I'm saying? Feeling the love for my DMSC fam. Mm-hmm. Came in, you know, see me off semi, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it? How you feeling? Brainstorm, how you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty, actually, I mean, I'm tired, but it's long work week. Um, a lot of school work in the midst of like 20 pages that I got to get done by Sunday. Um, but uh, other than that, I'm feeling pretty good. Bruce, you good over there? Every, <clears throat> everything is fine. Everything is good. Everything is swell, man. Okay, ready cool. To rock it going, but okay. All right, man. So, Playboy, how was your week? It was cool. Um, outside of not being able to fit inside an MRI machine, Ooh. uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> how the hell they let you fit? You, they MRI like football players. It wasn't comfortable for me. It's uh, the smallest one Cleveland Clinic has. And I would go to the wild. facility where the one is the smallest out of mm-hmm. all the places that they have. Mm-hmm. I was talking about this earlier. They wanted me to bend all over the place to get I'm like, oh, hell no. Why black people be? Why are we the scariest group of humans on earth? I'm claustrophobic than a motherfucker. <laughs> Niggas, I'm scared of heights. Niggas just scared of everything, man. Dude, the thing is, they raised me up to do it. <clears throat> and this is how I knew. This is what nothing but God. 
because I'm sitting there and they raise me up. <laughs> and so I'm getting ready to go in. And not only am I tight everywhere, like on my shoulders. And mm. Let me rewind real quick. I was getting dressed. She told me to put on my little shit to, you know. Mm-hmm. So when she came in to get me, she looked at me and was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a tight fit. I was like, motherfucker, you already killed my whole momentum I had coming in trying to be cool. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't, I don't think you supposed to say it right away like that. Yeah, she did. She was like, "That's oh, like- it's going to be a tight fit. I was like, oh, no, hell no. All right, dude, I still got dressed and tried to attempt. But not only is my shoulders too, you know, wide, but when they raised me up to put me to the level where I need to get in, mm-hmm. the motherfucking top was like right here. You know, I'm like, oh no, I can't do this shit. You know what's crazy, man, off that real quick, my bad, for, but like, it's hard to understand people's fears just as much as it's hard to understand people's loves. Like, I cannot fathom why people love dogs. I can't wrap my mind around I'm it. I'm kind of that way too. I, 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 I'm, I agree. I, you know like that. Like, yeah. like, I have nothing against dogs. Me either. I just don't. I just don't like your dog. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get why you want to feed this little fucking thing for the rest but of I, your I life. But I mean, but a part of me wants, and at some point, to have a dog. I had oh, a puppy shit. before. I had it for like a week. That yeah. little motherfucker had to go. Little nigga wouldn't shut up. Every day, little nigga. He wouldn't shut up. I come home for lunch. He all happy to see me and shit, bouncing all around the cage and shit, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Well. But it's the same way I can't understand being claustrophobic. Like, I don't mind. You can put me in like a... I was about to say some wild shit. I absolutely hate it. Like, it's Mm. one of my biggest fears. As a matter of a fact, the last time I had to have an MRI, they had to give me drugs. Mm. Like, they had to inject me with some, like, be on some cool shit Mm -hmm. type inject. You know what I'm saying? Some Ridley, nigga. Yeah, something like that. I don't know exactly what it was. But, like, well, we definitely have something to calm you down. So, when they Mm. did give me that, I was was able to... you know, so you got to be a little bit. I got. I got to be you know, sedated. Yeah, yeah, I got to. Ain't no way. Oh. And this, this actually, this situation was a little different. I ain't gonna be long winded, but this situation was a little different because the last time I went to the main campus, Cleveland Clinic, mm-hmm. they actually put like a cage over my face, like a covering. Mm-hmm. But this time, Hannibal stuff is you. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with you, brother? That's <laughs> right. All in the name I of medicine. Like five in my <laughs> well, <laughs> last time they put a couple lions and a snake in there. <laughs> just to, just to test the nigga, you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> they may be cut off the whiskers. Right. No, just real quick. He's doing Fear Factor MRI. <laughs> coming to America. Some of you might not know about me, Joe Rogan. Right. You know what I'm saying? Fear Factor MRI around here. <laughs> no, the reason they did, I think, now that I think about it, because this time. Are those roaches? <laughs> <are you>? <laughs> <laughs> they dumped them. They sprinting. They sprinting. <laughs> no, but. But what, a nigga would look at the face of a barrel down and go, like, nigga, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Look at a gun down right. a barrel. Like. <laughs> but the, the reason I think, now that I think, about it the last time I had the MRI was because at like four in the morning the reason I went to the emergency is because I was laying down and my legs was just tingling and I couldn't really feel my legs mm. like that. so they thought I oh, she put had it on stroke. You. Mm. so that's why they you know oh, did the MRI right, I think, okay. I think now that's why they put that shit on but going moving on how was your <laughs> no, you she just put it on you 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 can't put your legs you know, she just <laughs> that's, that, that's that super nut. You know what I'm saying? I'm for four hours. Anyway. <laughs> it's just the rest trying to leave your body. <laughs> nah, my week was cool. Last week of work, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, man. When I tell you, they sent me out with a bang. They sent me out with a bang. Like literally, like I went from a dialysis technician to a STNA. Like it just, it was bad. It was real bad on my last day, but I made it through and. These motherfuckers didn't like have a potluck or going away 
pass mm. around card or nothing or whatever. They just like you don't want no potluck anyway. I yeah. kind of did want some free lunch I'm not though. Nobody's cooking free lunch, maybe. Yeah, free yeah. I mean, my order friend, it out. My friend Charnice gave me five dollars towards my lunch. She was like, mm. "Oh, it's your last day." She was like, "Here, here's some lunch money." I said, "Oh, that's nice. I probably will spend on some liquor later, but mm. you know." <laughs> but um, like, my week was cool. Got this like two week vacation ahead of me or whatever before I start my next contract. And like I'm just about to enjoy it. Like I got one week here, possibly two weeks here, but I might go down like to my next contract a week early. So mm. what's up? All right. Um, you got a spot down there? Where, where, where you? Oh, I'm a hotel hoe. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I be a lot lizard. Lizard. Stay, 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 <laughs> stay. No more rooms with splatter blood. Okay, Bruh, I found the <laughs> pictures. I found the pictures. I'm gonna send them to you so you can put them up on DMST story on uh, IG. I found the fucking pictures. Yes. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna find that and then edit it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to do something like that. Don't say yes. that, man. I I. I just booked my hotel for our trip. <laughs> and, uh, well, no, we had the Airbnb, but it's like, I hope, you know, I don't want no bad experiences, nothing like that. No, I love no. Airbnbs. I'm bougie now. I don't like to travel. This is my first Airbnb, Airbnb stay. Uh, that's I've, all I do. I've never had a bad experience with Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Airbnb is pretty cool, whatever, because it's a house away, of, uh, mm-hmm. away from home, whatever. And mm-hmm. most of them have been really, like, nice, though. It's mm-hmm. 10 times better than a yeah. hotel. It's like, it really why the is. fuck would I... I got a bathroom. I got a. I mean, I know you want a hotel, kitchen. but it's full. What kind of hotel room you staying in with no bathroom? <laughs> you think a damn go, stay at a hotel? So got an outhouse. The first accolade. The first accolade. Like, I can shit. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking about it's something. Right. <laughs> Going to an outhouse. They got, they got a shared bathroom on the floor. They got a hotel No, I'm staying at hostels. What are, what are you doing? What are you and Leah traveling to? What are you? What, what, please tell me what y'all doing. How much money are you trying to save? <laughs> hey, can I get the room with no bathroom? <laughs> I took a piss no already. <laughs> nigga, we don't even need no bed, nigga. Me and George, how close y'all to a quick trip? We only got our own bed. I got water bottles and buckets. What I mean is the Airbnb bathroom reminds you a regular house bathroom. We bought our own air mattress. It's just a sterile bathroom. All right, man. My week, uh... I didn't even know that the traveling air mattresses, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got some water bottles. You want to take a shower? <laughs> you sprinkle your this hotel balls. room is a tent in the room. It's just one big-ass room with five tents. <laughs> you want to sprinkle sleep? some water on your balls. That's a shower. <laughs> Nigga, just throw the water up and stay. <laughs> just throw it out the bottle, you know, throw the shit up in the air and run it's past Hey, uh, uh, y'all get in the group, get in the group. We ain't about to waste this one bottle. <laughs> Everybody stay together, hug. That's pause. That's too much. Yeah, yeah it's like I said, it'll it be my first experience. See, April, what's up, April? She in the feed. She said she going what's to up, ACL in June. There's 17 of them mm. doing a... Uh, uh, Airbnb. Airbnb, so I think that's a good thing to do. I mean, like I've done something similar with like like the big cabins yeah. that you rent. You know, big group oh, of people. Oh, I go. love the cabins. I, I went to a first, like the first time in Gatlinburg. Mm. I loved it. It had a theater in a basement. Yeah. It had like wraparound decks. Yeah, whatever, we like, Outer Banks. It was really, yeah, no. really, really nice. I was looking at it online. The Outer Banks. I'm like, these niggas really got some money because they out here in the Outer Banks. The, <laughs> the Outer Banks. Dale said I ain't gonna be back. He said he ain't gonna be home for the show for two weeks. That means I'm like, these niggas got money. Well, yeah. no, I'm gonna be home for. I'm gonna miss one week, not two. When? June. You talking about me leaving? Thirteenth or twelfth, somewhere. This wasn't in the group chat, nigga. (laughs) Fourteen, somewhere in that range. Okay, yeah. All right. Anyway, Uh, go ahead. I know you about to go through your week. 
Oh me? Yeah. Oh, but you know what? You know, I got this week. I got my first uh vac shot. You oh, know what's really? crazy? I got my I, first I signed up for mine today, so I'm waiting for them to give me a text to get mine done. Yeah. I signed up for mine. It's, it's simple, man. I mean, my arm hurt for like a half a day. Like, you know what I mean? My dumb ass went to the gym after I got it. Yeah. Made it hurt even worse. Took some Tylenol. It was cool. Nothing crazy. You know what was crazy? Which, man, one, I was just you, which one you get? Mm-hmm. Which, which one you get? I got a Pfizer. Okay. The Pfizer. I got to take one again in, on the 28th or some shit like that. I got my little card in the car. I got my slave papers. You know what I mean? I can, yeah. I can get around. But, what made uh, you? Let me ask you real quick. What made you go ahead and finally you know do what? it? Because I know when I was sitting there today, uh, I know my girl was asking if I was going to do it. And I was like, well, you know, we about to travel a little yeah. bit more and, you know, do a couple of things. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. But uh, I was sitting there today and I'm just like, you know what? We keep talking about being young mm-hmm. and being able to fight it off if you get it or something like we, that. We, I get we it. on the verge of not but being young. Man. I thought, I'm like, nigga, you I f- am 40. <laughs> I am not uh, that young. We about I, a, you about a year and a half away from having that doctor hit with the, <laughs> the, the, the plastic glove. Little, little Vaseline, bend over, <laughs> spread them. Let me go ahead and twist it like a helicopter. Yeah, let me so get up I, in I, that yeah, I literally was sitting at my Prostate table this morning. Exams. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what we're talking about. Why do you have to make it so graphic? That's what it is. <laughs> they stick their finger in there. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> that's the sound and they, they make. make that sound. That's the sound they make. That's the sound un, un, untouched so, assholes make. So wait, so, wait, <laughs> so wait, if it don't make that sound. The unit, that asshole has been entered, fam. <laughs> Alarm go off in the, whole, in, the, in the hospital room and everything. Red light flash outside. Already entered ass light flash. I can't but, uh, you, man. <laughs> Nigga. Oh, but uh, oh, man. Well, no, man, A-E-A. You know what? We call that an AEA. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what, man? You know what's crazy? Shout out real quick. Shout out to the homie Taylor, man. We, we, she done been on, on our pod before. Real spit. She started her own shit today uh, called uh, Dose of Tea. It was pretty cool. So we, we did, a, a, you know, recorded a pod. We expanded up here at DMSC Studios. You're going to see more people with this uh, DMSC Studios behind their head coming up here pretty soon. What up, Sweet Prince? But uh, yeah, shout out to the footprints right here. But um, I was talking to her about it, man. You know what? I just had to give. I had to stop holding on to whatever bullshit I was holding on to about taking the vaccine. So many people around me took it. So many of my family members that encouraged me too because I see so many everybody in my family in my, my age range that yeah. took it and things like that. And, everybody yeah. that took it. I, I working working in a school. Ninety percent of the staff then took it. And I've I work for a hospital yeah. where, where most of the, most everybody is taking it, and, and they and every now and then they say, "So, well, we're all vaccinated." And I just be sitting like, "Well, yeah. uh, it's, it's, but I'm about to start traveling into offices more again yeah, now, being yeah. out in the field, and so it's just like I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, part of it is we, I was just joking with Playboy. Part of us black people in general just be scary. We're scary. Mm-hmm. That, we we don't like to admit it. The, the, that's why we be carrying guns. We try to fight niggas all the time. And we scary. We scared of them niggas on the other street. So we just go, we carry a gun. And if something pop off, we gonna shoot them. We're but, just scary. Now, it's not all of our fault. Sometimes society well, has made us yeah. that way. I'm about to say, is it without reason? No, no, no. It's not without reason. But then it just, it just, it just sometimes boils over into everything. And then everybody trying to kill us. And I'm like, well... You know, I'm the last of the motherfuckers in my family of like, you know, my my um married family. You know what I mean? Like my my wife's sisters and family like everybody didn't got the she got her first shot. Like, what the fuck am I? Why am I standing on this fucking hill by myself screaming at 
the void. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. just right. it's just a pointless argument to keep. To be honest with you, it was a pointless argument to keep fighting. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at it too. I understand people. We know we keep saying we don't know what the long term effects of stuff is, but I was again like my whole thought process as I was just sitting there today because I've been going back and forth. But just I'm like, like I've I've already had cancer and shit mm-hmm. like that or whatever. It's like, yo, I it's I'm not saying what's the worst that can happen. That's the worst thing you can say at this time. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what are what are what am I really being it's afraid of? Yeah. As you're saying, like, yeah. what am I really being afraid of when the benefits? Essentially outweigh the risk of, of whatever, yeah. outweigh that risk of, of the unknown. Yeah. Of course, everybody still can make their own decisions on yeah, what they yeah, want to yeah. do. I'm iffy on it. But, yeah, um, this is a very but I, individual I did. decision. Yeah. Very individual. It's yeah. very cool it, as long as niggas don't come in here like Michael. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's individual. <laughs> it's individual, right? But it's also not because it's almost like drunk driving. Yeah. Like it's not necessarily about you. You know what I mean? It's about the other people. Like, they're not arresting you and giving you... You're not getting prison time for you. You're giving prison time because you're endangering others. So it's not necessarily about... What I'm saying is... I not, that's a good analogy. Well, to me it is. But, uh... <laughs> 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 gotta fucking run my thought process by you. But, uh... <laughs> What I'm saying is, y'all been at it since y'all stepped in the studio today. Dev was all lovey dovey at, at, at the going away party or stuff. So we get to the studio, Dev is like, you know what? Because you know what? Sometimes it's the energy of a pack of women. It's a pack. They're running packs like hyenas. You know what I'm saying? The I'm energy go- a lot I'm of not, the energy a lot of times is anti male, and it's just it permeates our society. But anyway, okay. I'm a- yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. Okay, so I'm going to say I'm not going to take the vaccine mm-hmm. as of now. Because me being and wanting to be a future parent, they don't have any, if at all, enough information on how that affects future mothers. And that's why I say it's a very individual decision because I feel like... I think that's a very educated and smart decision, though. I I feel like you put thought into that. Not not just... Oh yeah. man, they're trying to give us an but extra arm. Yeah, because like it's not. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's individual. And that's why I said, like, like I'm gonna put me and my future kids on the on the line to benefit the insecurities or the ideology of this pandemic for others. When I'm gonna be the one that has to deal with that adverse event later on down the line. If. I'm not hold on, but this is the thing. Real quick, I feel you though, but. You work in the medical field. We both of y'all work in the medical field. I work in the education system. I was just talking to Charlotte Taylor about that. About we were kind of like the test dummies. We've been in school for eight months. Like most people was at home. You know what I'm saying? Like we went back in August. You know what I'm saying? What I've also it's accumulation of everything. It's people that I love and care about being like nigga. What the fuck is you talking about? Plus, I've seen the effects of quote unquote following the protocols. Like it's not bullshit. It's not all bull. They're not like out to get everybody. Now, is it gonna kill some people? It's a fucking pandemic. Like we gotta reconcile. That's what we're talking about. It's not a bad thing. It's not from nowhere, but a lot of times us as black people, we're scared. And there's nothing wrong with that because we have every right to be. But at some point in time we got to take a deep breath and be like, they not just trying to kill us all the time. Now, when they are, are they trying to kill us? Yeah, they are. But I've seen the effects of social distancing, of wearing masks, of following the protocols. Like I have, I was a part of the test dummies when everybody was fucking nervous to go to CVS. We was in the school with 150 kids. 
I'm in the lunchroom with two other staff with, with with 70 kids at a time with they masks off eating food. Like it was the te- it was like nigga, all right, if this shit is what it is, then I guess it, I'm at risk. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen like the protocols be followed, and I'm like, all right, we can be cool. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's you not man- you can manage it. And we get can manage it. it. You know what I mean? And then coupled with that, like that feeling of like. And I, I talk about that because now my daughter's school is like pretty much fully open for anybody who wants to go. Still, some people are picking virtual, but her teachers and the staff are as nervous as we were back in August. And I'm like, oh shit, this ain't really left people. It's left me because I've been knee deep got, in the yeah, fucking trenches for eight that, months. That there are right. people who have really still, been at home. Yeah, so they for still over scared. A year. I mean, like, that's I, cool. When it hit last year, I came out the. I was in the doctor's office. We was we went from canceling uh, 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 non-emergency procedures to canceling our office yeah. to going virtual to the doctors finally being like, nah, we coming back in here. Yeah. And us not even wanting we'll to be in it. Yeah. And then having to go through it and then sitting in a minute clinic and other motherfuckers. Like, Niggas then, coming in, they got the COVID. You know what I mean? So all, being in the hospital, knowing that where our numbers are at the hospital and stuff like that. Yo, I, yeah. So it's like you... But then you follow the protocols. You like you get a staff member who caught COVID from they aunt or they their cousin, and they was at work for half the day. But then they realized they had a positive COVID test, so they had to go home. So then they the whole school had to shut down. But you realized every other staff member in the school don't get didn't get catch COVID. So right. you're like, all right, okay. But it's the it's the so the protocols and the mask wearing and the social distancing. Like, okay, this shit. Is real because you looked in the eyes. I looked in the eyes of Mr. Walker when he had to leave. My bad for putting him out. Oh, no. I'm like, nigga, he's Dang. sick, bro. Like right. he wasn't feeling good. Like you could, he wasn't a part of the fucking cog. He was legitimately mm. sick. You know what I'm saying? You could tell he was sick. And then you looked at the shit. Like once you experience it, you're like, oh, okay, so I'm good. We all good if we follow. Okay, all right, cool. You start getting more confident in it because you start realizing like some of it is bullshit, but some of it is but, real life. But man. that kind of worked in the other <clears throat> went the other way too because sometimes people will look at that and be like, oh, so so and so was here and they had it. Like you said, it was mm-hmm. an office of half a day before mm-hmm. they realized, oh shit, I might have it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they leave, and then you. In your mind, you expect everybody to get sick. And then when everybody don't get sick, people be like, see, it ain't real. But but not us because we at school is so strict on social distancing and masks Mm. and hand washing and sanitizer. It's like fucking military Mm. level. So, you know what I mean? Like you get, you're right though. You you Mm. might go there, but I think the overriding fear of like, oh, fuck. This nigga got COVID. Like it, it, in the moment, you don't know. You just think everybody about to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You really don't have no rationale. And then once shit starts being okay, and you like, oh okay, we can All manage. Right. We can manage this shit. You know what I'm saying? Couple right. with that, with the every damn body that I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said my, it's still if, footprints on the wall. It didn't stop her twerking ability last week. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, like, and, and that's why I say, like, this is an individual <laughs> choice because, like, before it was even labeled a pandemic, like when I was at work or whatever, I hugged two coworkers. One had pneumonia, one had the flu. No mask, no PPE, no nothing, no nothing. I'm not a vaccine person. I never got the flu vaccine except for one time when they lied to me and said it was mandatory. And I was sick for five weeks, and we were short staffed and still having to work. I just don't get sick. I get two sinus infections a year when the weather changed, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like it's been a year since it's been out. 
I've probably nine times out of 10 already caught it, developed antibodies or whatever, and I'm cool on where I stand. Now, if later on down the line, I do choose to get it, it would probably be Johnson and Johnson because that's been the one that's been tested against all the variances, including the new New York one. Now I just have a lot of questions on how they've been rolling out and handling everything because I feel like there's no real basis on people to stand for outside of people's fears. Like the first thing you ask people, like, why should I take the best? Everybody's not, everybody's not dying. Even when they came out and everybody knew that they was faking these fucking numbers and labeling everybody a COVID victim. And you could have died of a heart attack. Like my, but, well, for, listen, let me finish. But you, listen, be, listen, you're listen, making these listen, overarching statements. Listen, man. what I'm saying though, this is like this. I'm talking about strict you numbers. Saying every, you keep saying every and all. I'm talking That's about just strict not numbers, true. Whatever this, the COVID, pandemic not has not touched man. the numbers of the flu and the flu been around for years that's because and it's more potent vac- yo listen and those vaccines have been optional all up until this time whatever why is this one going because to the flu's not as potent as covid that's like saying drinking one drink or being over the the, the legal limit is it's not the same thing do they well if you get covid what's gonna happen all they're gonna do is let you quarantine they might treat your symptoms and everything like that whatever it There's depends on your you it depends on what you got going on like it's, it's nothing that you can do it's no cure out here whatever but all of a sudden they got a vaccine i just have questions because i feel like well, a lot of way that they're answers, handling this man. a lot of way that they're handling this i feel like it just it's just it's just not like logically sound for me you know what I'm saying? And that's why I said this is the individual choice. You're going to feel how you feel regardless, and I'm going to feel how I feel regardless, whatever. I'm still not going to take this But it's not. Vaccine. But it's not necessarily... Uh, certain things in life can be... And with what we talked about, it, I don't know if you was here for that one. One of the most toxic things you can say out here, especially dealing with life shit, is agree to disagree when it's not an agree to disagree type situation. Because it's not necessarily... I didn't say agree to disagree. I, said well, I know. Like, like it, it, I know we can all do what we want to do. That That's no... I could shoot somebody like we can all do what we want to do that's not the that can never be a sound person's decision making um strategy though like i'm doing this because i can do what i want to do like that's not i have to think about people other than myself when i'm making decisions like i can't just be like i want to go to the bar and have 15 shots because i feel like it well nigga at that point you're putting everybody else on the road in danger you, whether you can take the shots or not, whether you can handle your liquor, that's not the point. If you're a responsible adult, that's a bad decision. I'm not saying not taking a COVID vaccine is a bad decision. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this decision is not just a strictly personal effect. Cause it's, even if you have, even if you have, the, if you don't get sick, you can have no symptoms and pass it. That's what every disease. I understand, but they're period. not. As, but you're not. That they're not as potent as COVID, though. So I don't care about them other diseases. I've had the flu forty times, probably once a year, my whole life, sometimes twice. I don't give a. I don't care. I've had sinus infections fifteen times. It's not about getting sick. It's about the intensity of. That's like saying, like you just said, you fought cancer. That's like saying, well, I had a broke finger. It's not the same shit. It's like, it's like I, being I cancer it. in your finger healing is two fucking different things. But this is my just thing. because they're a medical condition don't make them the same. But no, at I, the same time, or whatever, I feel like even how, like I said, how they're handling crazy. this whole situation is fucked up because it's yeah, because like, it's, it's fucked up, man. Because it's, it's humans, it's a fucking pandemic. Like, what do you think, niggas? These pandemics used to wipe out humanity, bro. This is not easy. Like, it used to knock niggas out. It used to take out entire fucking countries. They took out the Indians with fucking pandemic level shit within blankets. Like, this shit is not, like, easy. It's not playing fucking talk. This is hard. 
This is hard shit. I I think this is not easy shit to do, um, man. And because because we we gonna go here. Our our fucking economy over this. Brainstorm. How was your week? (laughs) No, no, no. What 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 I think is um, it's it's it's. It's a little it's it's a little complicated. It is a personal thing. You know, you choose like I said when you were talking about the effect that it could have if you, you know, have kids down the line and stuff like that, that's that's understandable. I get what Dev is saying too, where he's saying it's not really personal because because you can be in a situation where you can have it, have symptoms or something like that, and it can affect somebody else. Um I for me, this is my thing, I think the danger comes like where I disagree with you at, uh I where I, I do agree it's a personal thing, but I, where I disagree is that when we try to we really try to put it all on one table. You know, like you say, everybody, yeah, we all do get the flu and stuff like that, but then you look around like this, your flu numbers were down because of the yes, fact that mask. people were wearing masks, people were at home, people were washing their hands more frequently, things like that. So it shows that just the actual science of, of the simple things Makes of sense. that made sense. So that's where I disagree. The I, science I, I can't, is proven the shit correct. I, I can't say that I, I I look I I know that numbers were some numbers were inflated with hospitals and yeah. stuff like that. I because it was used to help get funding and yeah, things like that. I, 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 yeah. I, 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 I can deal with some, not, but you say all I'm, like people. Yeah, my, 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 my father all. died in what in August, all? and it was not you. You said all. You, that, said when all you was talking, you said all. All about what though? What I say about all? people dying? They was fudging all the numbers. No, they weren't. My father died in August, and it was not from COVID. Well, it's not at all like this concept that it, that they're doing it with everything. Yeah, with some people but doing it my, to make my last, extra bread. My last, yeah, but that don't mean everybody is doing it, and it's a fucking conspiracy to bring down humanity. Those are two different things. Yeah, I mean, again, my, again, to me, I, I just think the 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 danger is when we say yes, there are a ton of different diseases that that we pass along to each other every single day, all the time. Uh, but I, again, where I kind of lean towards more more towards Dev is the fact that. Not everything is on the same level. You know, I can give you the comic. Cause we go all sit up here and have a cold right now and leave out of here, sniff, wake up sniffling tomorrow morning, but we'll be fine. We take some Tylenol cold and we'll be okay. Everybody that, not everybody that gets COVID is going to react the same way. And again, I just decided today to take, I mean, it's, I had the chance to get it way back in December, you know? So I, I, I'm just today deciding to, uh, decided to do it. But, um, I, I I personally can't put it on the table because we don't know how we're going to react. It's like it's like I started the conversation. One of a one one avenue of my thinking is the fact that I'm 40. I'm not 20. I can't 20. I can go out there and roll my ankle and wake up tomorrow morning and be fine. Whatever. I roll my ankle now, I'm gonna be like LeBron month, off for the rest nigga. of the season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I'm not going to react this, uh, the same way. Uh, and then I do have a medical history from the past too. That it's like, who you never know how that's going to affect things too. Mm-hmm. Part of my decision making, the same way yours with the kids yeah. and things yeah. like that, is it's, part of yours. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I, but that's I, what I makes do kind of get. I do kind of get the like it ain't. I, if you want to say it's not going to affect people, generally it's on the surface you look at it that that way. But we don't know, and that unknown is the part that yeah. that, that that we're kind of playing that everybody's playing with. And that unknown is also rolling into our decision making process of of yeah, I could, like you said, you maybe yeah. could I just have gotten the it. integrity of people making decisions because if like you really had an interest in like the population, like the people in this world, why would you have to fake numbers? Why would you have to fake a vaccine? Like there were so many videos. Because there's fucked up niggas in this world. But that's man. what I'm saying. Like, I question the integrity of people making those power decisions. Because well, like, I don't. Yeah. To really me, it wasn't. Like, why well, would, to why me, it wasn't. It you wasn't the saying? makers of the vaccines that was faking. No, I get, like, it was people like, was trying to get like, bread. This is the it's the humanity. Trying to go about I mean, we got people. That's why we got niggas who was fudging the numbers for PPP. I'm about to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas trying to get shit. Yeah, people do ill shit. People 
take social security numbers from people that's dead and collect the checks and but stuff like that. That's, I mean, that's not exactly the same thing, though. I'm not, I mean, this no, is, this is a, this no. Is a, so we talk about people being this like is, doing fucked up shit. Situation where you putting something in your body. So if somebody don't feel no, like no. they're comfortable, no, not on, arguing that. Yeah, yeah, okay. If somebody don't feel comfortable doing that, that's their right to not feel yeah, comfortable of doing that. But you can't sit up and 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 make it seem like a person. Ain't right for feeling that way. No, no, no like right. every, everybody's not gonna take that vaccine. In the reality, no, you don't, you don't have to. No, hold on, let me. Fi- <clears throat> Go ahead. That's all I was saying. No, you don't have to. That's literally all we said was no, you don't have to. No, I was, I was trying to make a point, but go ahead. <clears throat> we were all we said was you don't have to. Go ahead, brainstorm. But at the same time, he was trying to make a point. Hey, <laughs> boy, it's gonna be our podcast next week. <laughs> Because these dudes just jumping on everything. I couldn't even finish my sentence there, but it's cool. No, I, well, how was your week? No, I was, well, I wasn't making a point. I was just chiming in saying, no, you don't have to. I, I, I don't get why everybody argues so much about this. Maybe it's because of the, maybe because of the level of it. Um, it's why everybody argues so much. Like I said, I, again, just me trying to be as calm as I am. I just made the decision today that I'm like, okay, I'll do it. You know, like I said, I, my job in, UH had enough vaccines for the whole hospital system. They said it's your choice if you want to do it. I drug my feet for forever. And it was like, yeah, I just don't know or whatever. Um, so, I mean, again, I personally, I, I don't personally fault anybody if they make the decision yeah. that they don't want to do it. Personally, I don't. Uh, again, I just, I, I just, I, 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 for me, I, I again, I, I can, I can agree with some of the points he was making a little bit earlier, the way, the way, you know, you know, just, the thought process in it but again i still wholeheartedly agree with you and understanding why you're saying that you know look i got i want to do this in my future i want to do this there hasn't been enough studies on yeah. that like who i'm definitely going to be a person that's going to sit there and be like oh you're looking at the numbers you're looking at the science of it like you again you put i saw what i was when you first said i said yeah you sound like somebody to put some thought into it you know i got no problem I mean, look for me personally I, if you put thought into it that's your decision what are we gonna do? Take you out in the back and shoot you because you ain't no, do it, nah. And, and that's yeah. one thing that's like, like, and I and I, and I see exactly where you're coming from, and that's how you feel. But the majority of some people are going to sway differently, and I feel like we can't invalidate or, or I'm sorry, invalidate, invalidate like people's decision on how they move because your experience is your experience. But the same way, like you said, like you looking at three men that don't cheat. Well, I've been cheated on. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So we can't act like either side or perspective doesn't exist mm-hmm. and we have to be respectful of everybody's experience with how they handle and maneuver life you're mm-hmm. right but we can't this is this is just concept you're talking about tangible you were cheated on you're but with this conversation is really more nuanced it's just a nuanced conversation no it's not you don't know that people who get a vaccine can't have healthy children this is not a fact. You know what I mean? It's a thing that you've researched that you don't want to necessarily take that chance on. Cool, man. It is what it is. But you were physically cheated on. Like, that's different. Like, so it's evoking a physical reaction to something. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, like, this is just a nuanced conversation of different people's intellects surrounding the conversation. It's not like, this happened to me. It didn't happen to you. So I feel like this. And you, you know, what I mean, that's not. And, I mean, really and case, I mean, man. to me, I feel like at the end of the day, we're all making a decision based on our person. Literally, I'm writing the paper on it now. You know, when you make decisions or something like that, a mm-hmm. big part of it, one of these models I look at, uh, like the health belief model, you make a decision based on your perceived risk and your perceived susceptibility to something going on. Mm-hmm. So if 
it's four of us, five of us in here. If but you know, four of us having this conversation right now. So if you feel like the risk of it is slow for you, or you don't feel like you're gonna, you know, the risk is low, you're probably not gonna do it. If you feel like your risk is low and stuff like that, then you're probably not gonna do it. Or you don't, or if you feel like that there's a lower risk of something happening or higher risk of something happening because if you do it this way, mm -hmm. that's gonna affect it. You say that you're out there a lot more and stuff like that. So if you your risk for you is higher for mm -hmm. you, you have a higher chance of doing it. That's yeah. called your perceived risk, perceived yeah. susceptibility to it. Do you think that it. there's a medical bias towards what people in general? Like, do you under like do you think that there's individual medical care for people of class? There, oh, that's 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 no different than anything in life. But there is there are health disparities in in, in the medical field. That's why I'm going into public health. Because there are obvious medical disparities. I mean, disparities. We see it all the time. You see it in your healthcare systems. We mm -hmm. don't even have a decent hospital. What we have the clinic and stuff. But remember, once they took Kieran Road out of, out of East Cleveland, you didn't yeah, have that trauma center there and stuff yeah. like that. There are health disparities and everything. Most of the ailments that we see are they affect African Americans higher. They they affect yeah. minorities higher. They're, or black men or black women, something like that. It it does happen. And, all, it, and a it lot of is, it is because it, of that, though. Yeah, it it, it is obviously yeah. women going to the hospitals and they when doctors don't listen to them. You know, they they think there's a perception in the medical field that black people are stronger, so they don't need as much care Pain and enough medication, medication and, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You you've seen it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, I, it's no doubt that it's there. But it's like, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's like for me or whatever, like I just, and I and I don't want to, and, and this is one thing, like when I had these conversations with people, I pray on the conversation because I don't want people to internalize it and let it like dwell on them. You know what I'm saying? That, oh my God, like now nah, I'm scared because you know, you least say it, blah, 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 blah. No, I don't want you to internalize it in such a way to where you even attract that to be something that you experience. Mm -hmm. However, being on the inside looking out, I know of how people have handled patients like and i'm parallel with them whatever fucked up you know what i'm saying oh yeah like uh -huh. i literally like the first mm -hmm. time i did cpr mm -hmm. i saved this man's life mm -hmm. and i came on the floor knowing hey he's out mm -hmm. don't worry about this don't worry about it. don't try to get a line of him we need to start doing compressions mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and then it's been so many people who have a experience like mine mm -hmm. so where they've been medically mistreated you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it yeah it does and that's why and, and, that, and that plays it does a, bring me pause. and that and that and that plays a big part into this whole vaccine thing right now among the black community too because of what's happened in the past in this healthcare field yeah. and so you know um, you go to the tuskegee experiment and things like that yes. um and so it it does lend itself into people not trusting the system um so i you're not gonna get no debate from me on that. That's those are our valid points. It's, you, you know what? Part of me, my bad, Bruce. I, I, yeah, right. you, you know, you know what it is, man. Too. I think we um, all in here generally. I know us three. You mean I know you least a little bit. You know, Warrensville was kind of corny back in the day, but anyway, we can get to that. But um, still is. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm messing. Stop, please. I'm messing with you. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, like we've um. We've come from the the, 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 the the same you know school of thought when it comes to life experience. We've experienced some of the same bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I guess I have over the years developed like a um I don't want to say an ability, I guess the ability or I I've consciously not let that experience handicap me. Well, handicap is a strong word. Fuck up my 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 the way I process the rest of the world, cause like we we will see the discrepancies in education, healthcare, whatever, police attention, whatever the case may be, to communities like East Cleveland, and it has a, it has a in a, 
ability to like cloud your judgment when it comes to shit. You know what I'm saying? So like it's baked into me to be skeptical about shit or whatever. Not even skeptical. That's the wrong word. Like when I see police. Yeah, when I see police to this day, all my shit is in order and I tense up. It's just life. It is what it is. It's not like I don't think it's no issue. I don't think it's like a I think less of people who don't want to take the fucking vaccine. If you don't take it, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be vaccinated, nigga. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. if you don't want to take it, you don't want to take it. it. ain't got shit to do with me. But, like, I don't even give a fuck if niggas drive drunk. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Okay? I'm going to just go on the other side of the road. But, uh, but, like, I've also... So, what that allowed me to do is, like, try to get my own view of life through my own experience. And not necessarily like my circumstances. Cause sometimes your circumstances can drive your like your mentality about some shit. So I can see medical malpractice or whatever. If you get mistreated medically, it's medical malpractice. You know what I'm saying? Like people fucking you up medically. But I've also taken my mother to the eye doctor once a month for the past three years to get shots in both her eyes to prevent her from going blind. So this concept that like all medical shit is going to kill me or fuck me over or have long-term fu- I just, I don't have that baked into me. Like if it happens, you're right. You cool. I'll be, I guess I'm asked out, but I've, I've unfortunately, I guess up until my father passed, I've had parents that pretty much my adult life have been sick and most of it from their own doing. You know what I mean? So even the fact that my father lasted from me graduating in 2000 to 2020 is a fucking miracle. You know what I mean? But for like what you do, every he went to dialysis three times a week. You know what I mean? So dialysis, a medical procedure, kept that motherfucker alive for probably 15 more years than he probably should have been. 12 at the most. They kept him alive. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit is keeping my mother from going blind. So like I'm not just inherently under this belief that like it's all fucked up. Now, if it's just a personal decision, man, and niggas don't want to take the fucking vaccine, then don't take the fucking... I don't give a fuck. I just took my shit on Thursday. You know what I mean? It ain't like, it ain't like I done had this shit since January or some shit like that. I just took it on fucking Thursday. But I feel it in my bones. Like, as black people, we do, rightfully so, have a healthy fucking skepticism of... The man, society, the system. We do, and rightfully so. We should. You know what I mean? But I also, through my life, got to lean on that same fucked up system. It's why it's fucked up. It's almost like being in an abusive relationship. Yeah, say it. I'm it's like being in a blue, because I still got to lean on that system. This Thursday at 8 a.m., me and my mother be at the Coli Institute again. She can get shots in both her eyes. I got to still lean on that fucking medical system, even though it's fucked up. And that's why I say, like, I'm not trying to pollute nobody with my personal experiences with anything. Like, whether it be medical, relationship, anything. But I'm not going to say or be clueless or naive that these situations don't exist. And right now, especially in 2021 or whatever, we can't blanket how we maneuver situations because, again, you've been blessed to experience the medical field in its entirety of how you've experienced it. 
I have had medical malpractice as a mm-hmm. black female mm-hmm. to where like they literally took a butterfly needle that's supposed to be straight, held it in my arm to where they pulled it out and it was crooked and it scarred it whole inside tire of my arm. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like they've literally mistreated me medically. Mm-hmm. So yes, I do have hesitation when it comes down mm-hmm. to anything. Not to put it out there, but sorry, not sorry. I don't give a fuck. I literally don't like to see doctors. I don't. I don't like to see mm-hmm. doctors. None of it. I'm lucky to have all my teeth in my mouth. Honestly, because mm-hmm. I just don't like, like, I'm like, yeah, I'll be cool. Mm-hmm. I'll be all right. I go when I feel like it's absolutely necessary, like if I'm fucked up. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like I've given so much to the world, period, in and outside of my lab coat that I would pray that whoever works on me works on me the same way I would work on me. That, but that's what I was about to you know say, though. So that's what I said. Like, you attract what you put out there. You do, yeah. but at the same time, you leave, man, you you are the system in certain ways. Though. I know. And that's Niggas why I lean on you and depend good. on you to, yes. to live. Mm-hmm. And not so one you patient that... can complain on me. Not one patient can complain on me. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. You represent, yeah, you have some personal experiences that's fucked up, but you also represent the yeah. good that niggas are trying to Absolutely. find in the same fucking system. That's why I do what I do. And that, and so that, that, and that's and, what I'm saying. And we, and we yeah. got to get out of this and move on to something. I did not know we was going to talk about this for 40 minutes, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, but no, but no, uh, but I was going to say that just to your point, what you're saying too is, is that's why we need to see more representation of us in the medical field. Okay, I mean, <laughs> we have a ton of, we all know probably at least five to five to 10 nurses. You know what I'm saying, but we do, we're from the hood. But you, but but we do need to see they somebody. They STNAs. Let's not disrespect them. I, I, no, I know I know some RNs out there. Dead ass. I know a lot I know of RNs. Maybe like two. I, I, I know RNs. I mean, I know some. STNAs. Well, you working? I'm talking about from. But you, then you, you also work next to some people. Yeah. You work next to some people that you know, man. That's fucked up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I've seen some of my coworkers. You know, patients accidents or whatever, and they be like, oh, "You all right?" I'll go behind and steal, you know what I'm saying, pad that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's you know just saying? life, though, man. I'm not being, you know what I mean? And I Playboy, I, I, Playboy, Playboy. He heated. I felt a lot of heat over there. Playboy going to put a pipe bomb under under our car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know what? Playboy gave me I'm, hope for I'm, gentlemen. I'm educating myself. I'm listening. <laughs> no, Playboy no, gave no. me hope for gentlemen because Playboy, honestly, like, he has literally shown me, you know what? Chivalry is not dead. It ain't dead. This motherfucker <laughs> like will make sure I get to my car safe, nigga. He check, nigga. Playboy, that nigga. Uh, <laughs> he is. So like I said, before we move on, we just <laughs> uh, just just go ahead. No, real quick, it, it's I don't want you to think I don't understand what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I just <laughs> like working in the education field, coming from working in the social services field with social workers. There is some people who are educating y'all kids out here. Let me talk to the people. There's some people who are doing the most important job probably on earth. They're, they have your kids in their possession six to eight hours a day. And they are only there to cash a fucking paycheck. Mm-hmm. But the overwhelming majority of people are not there to just pass cash a paycheck. And I refuse, just like being from the hood, the people in the hood, the people that represent East Cleveland and Kirk and Shaw, I'm not going to let the outliers define the great number of people that come from there. So I'm not going to let the people who do fucked up shit in schools, I'm not going to let the people who in social work don't give a fuck and will just take somebody's kids for no reason, define the entire fucking field of social work where in an overwhelming majority of people have a compassion for the well-being and the health and safety of fucking children. You know what I mean? Same thing in education. Same thing in the health field. I'm not going to just think that all the Cleveland Clinic is out to fuck me, pause, in the ass. Pause. I get you. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm not gonna do it. I feel you like know. you have a passion to be that, like devil's advocate in a positive. Because not you, in a positive, because it'll fuck you up. I'm no, just no, from the hood, no, 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 man. Listen, 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 what I'm saying. Whatever. I'm saying like you have a passion to prove statistics wrong. No, because you could have literally been yeah. that trap boy. You could have literally been Hell that yeah. deadbeat daddy. I get exactly where you come from because like you represent the opposite of what most people think about a six eight big black yeah. nigga from East Cleveland. Yeah. I get that. You know what I'm saying? So that, but what that, but what that training did was make me look at everything like. All right, all the police ain't fucked up. But the fucked up part is if one police kill a nigga, it could scare all of the niggas. So now you're dealing with like this PTSD. So like for me, if I'm around a group of niggas that jump a nigga, now I'm just the nigga who be jumping niggas. And I know that. You know what I'm saying? But so I'm constantly fighting against that. And then in society, you're right. I'm fighting against like the negative stereotypes that have come across educators because they know some teachers don't give a fuck about the kids. Man, but I, if one if one of them teachers don't give a fuck about the kids, the other 13 do. And I would say this though, and this is this is this is the narrative that's pushed by all media is all of the negative shit yeah, that man. happened with this and that whatever. So it's like it's so hard for people who don't fit that narrative to kind of be like, okay, no, that's not all of us. But you see you, what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I, and I feel like it's fucked up because like when when it comes down to police brutality or whatever, like that gets more airtime than the police and shaker who was playing football in well, yeah, the street with the yeah, kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This and that or whatever. It gets more, like, he, me, uh, I, I've because, actually, like I've actually raced. Wait, I've actually raced the police. Yeah. We pulled out at the red light. I was like, mm, they were like mm. we took off. We raced yeah. 80 miles yeah. up Woodland. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like something Shout that Shout out to Shaker Police then. Because <laughs> it, fe- it feeds the bullshit, man. That's what I'm saying. It feeds it. It feeds you. It, you, it, it just, it feeds you, man. All right, all right, yo, we got to get out of this, man. Uh, uh, speaking of not being a six eight bit black, black nigga from EC, you know, not, not, not wanting to fit that particular narrative, man. We want to talk about Nicoria Apparel, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that was started uh, for you know by a black man as a company um, that that's basically by us and represents us in a, in a lot of different ways, man. A lot of positive um, sayings with their products. Uh, mm-hmm. pro- uh, you want to visit their website, NicoriaApparel.com. Use the code DMST to get ten percent off of your purchase. Ten percent, ten percent off your. That's that's a lot of money in a yeah. sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially when you're buying a lot of shit. That's a tie. So, uh, we'll holler at y'all in a second, y'all. Y'all are tuned into the DMST podcast. Nicore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nicore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nicore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NicoreApparel.com. That's N-O-K-O-R-E apparel.com. Nikora, apparel for truth tellers. Alright, y'all. Alright, y'all. We back. DMST podcast. We're back. <laughs> Uh, so as y'all know, uh, it, well, the news about this started hitting last weekend because, uh, you know, DMS went into the hospital, um, Man. on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, complications from, uh, a drug overdose. Um, and you know, so what was it? Friday, Friday, he passed Friday afternoon. He mm-hmm. passed, uh, 50 years old. He was right. 50 or 52, mm-hmm. 50, 50, 50. Uh, so still, still basically young. Um, 
had a very, I guess, in a sense, you can, in a sense, you'll say torturous type of life in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, obviously, you know, a lot of his story is well told, you know, well chronicled. Uh, you know, he shared a lot of it um, um, along that way. But uh, it was a sad thing to hear. It was one of those things that we kind of kind of knew was coming because, you know, when you hear that somebody's kind of in the hospital and they're kind of at this point where it's, um, I think at one point I was reading, he pretty much wasn't having any brain activity. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's the case. You kind of you kind of yeah, know what's coming. You know, but in situations like this, it really doesn't make things easier or anything like that. Uh, we saw a lot of people affected by the loss of DMX. Uh, um, I know uh, me and Playboy came up and did a show on uh, mm-hmm. Friday at the studio, did like a little tribute to DMX mm-hmm. on Friday evening. Uh, Shout so out to I, DJ Brainstorm and DJ Playboy. Did I see uh, it? I flip it around. Play, Playboy uh, DJ, me. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Yeah. I'm Get sorry. Right. Get it right. DJ Playboy is brainstorm the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but it, it affected a lot of people in a lot of different ways, and uh, I I know we talked about it on Friday, Playboy. I was asking yeah. if it if to you it, it reached the level of how it was when Nip passed, mm-hmm. uh, because there were a lot of people who who honestly the DMX I saw them reacting to it the way I saw y'all reacting to it, like especially because I know y'all both mm-hmm. are big Nips, Nipsey mm-hmm. fans. Right. Um, uh, I saw a lot of people reacting that same kind of way. Hmm. Uh, so that's why I asked you, and so I asked you that, Dev. Mm-hmm. Um, um, do you think that kind of had the effect that? And I asked both of you, mm-hmm. you and Ulysses, because I know me and Playboy already kind of hit it yeah. on Friday. But do y'all think that this kind of had the effect that it did when? Um, I don't know if it had when, the same when, uh, effect on me, just because the Nipsey situation happened. Um, it was kind of sudden. Just out of nowhere. Just mm-hmm. to, to point out mm-hmm. when we had that conversation, mm-hmm. the term I used on Friday was the the thing with like with Kobe and, mm-hmm. and, and Nipsey was it was trash. It was it boom. Was all of a it was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. But go ahead. Go ahead. So, uh, Playboy giving passes tonight. <laughs> can I? How can I put this? I don't want to be insensitive. With the length of time it took for DMX to pass, with him being in the hospital for like a week, and Honestly, if you're a true fan of DMX's music, the concept of DMX not living till 80 makes complete sense to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never heard an artist put their pain and truth into music the way he did. He described pain the way Nipsey described reality. You know what I mean? And and Nipsey's reality and DMX's pain both caught up with him. You know what I'm saying? But like they were so blatantly honest with the way they did they their message was so real. Like he made so many songs about his fight with the devil in his head and it was so descriptive and you know what I'm saying? Like people I was shout out I keep talking about I was talking about it earlier, but talking about the Taylor, like a lot of the younger people, they think about um you know, y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here. You know, it was Tisha. They think about those songs, and those are good songs. But DMX, you get into the heart of it. Yeah. You gotta go listen to Crime Story. You gotta go mm-hmm. listen to Damien. You gotta go, li- you know what I mean? You you gotta listen to some songs. You gotta listen to this Dark and Hell is Hot from beginning to end. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, people talk about slipping. Slipping is like one of the best. Um, it's one of the, it encompasses DMX in a, more storytelling way, but he got some shit where it's like, nigga, this uh, 
DMX was so authentic, you could never question the authenticity of DMX. Like, he was like, oh, this nigga is saying some wild shit. Very descriptive, very plain. So, like, for me, it was almost like a culmination. It was almost like respect. It was a tip of the cap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was a definition of, like, man, I hope you rest in peace, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like he's finding more peace. Yeah, man. That was a troubled did. soul, bro. Like, that was. Uh, Swiss Beast um, had a video where he was saying that, you know, even from his first like song he ever dropped mm-hmm. that he was already suffering. Yeah, like you like can he see been it. suffering for a long time. Yeah, man. a long time. All I know is it's dark and hell is hot to me. We talked about you a little while ago. But it's one of the greatest albums. It's on my like you going to an island. It's on there. Right. It's the sad part about it. Yeah. It, the sad part about it is two of them that's on my like you got five albums on a desert island is two of them is going to be Victory Lap and yeah. it's Dark and Hell is Hot, man. I actually think DMX dropped uh, two albums two. in one year and they both yep. went platinum. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my yeah, blood, he did, man. He did. he did. That was a big story at the time when it happened. Yeah, uh, man. Or, you know, but just doing the two albums in a year, you know, back at that, people do some, you might see something like that now, but yeah. you, that was unheard of back was in the day. Of. Back in the day, you didn't see your celebrity. So it's like you did your mm-hmm. album, you did a press run, you probably went on tour. That was then it. you went away for a couple of years until the next mm-hmm. one dropped. You know, yeah. so you know, that that's that was that was really crazy. So yeah, so uh, shout out to him, man. Uh, he actually oh, oh sorry, um if uh, the screen ahead, is shooting as well, but um but he actually his his first um if y'all look at if y'all look at the screen, he did he did four point eight uh Dark as Hell is Hot, came back with three point five, um, meaning million copies mm-hmm. or whatnot. And then there was X did 4.9. Red Depression did 1.8. And then uh, his fifth album, Graham Champ. So all five of his five his first, first five albums all went, platinum. went platinum. And then you had he, had three, he had three that went quadruple and plus 35. And then Jeez. it was all number ones. So the the guy, the guy was good. You know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. you said, like um the, one of the biggest things I would say is with, with the skits. I would not even not the skits, but the uh, the prayers. The prayers was going um Meaning, like when he when he did that, but he lived that and he spoke it. You know what I'm saying it's no different mm-hmm. from like how um like life life after the death or mm-hmm. how big he's you know what I'm saying like how they kind of like say it before it, it's premonitions. They so they, 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 they did premonition rap yeah. and, and, and they and like you said and then I, I think Charlotte or actually um Charlamagne said it the best. <clears throat> he was like yo um he said well DMX man he he was himself off top like he don't need no like, he don't he don't need he ain't need no persona or whatever you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it was just him when he show up it's him it's DMX he can do it the way he be like um and, and real quick and I'm, I'm out of here um shit I wore I wore a doggone fucking choke chain dog chain joint because of him you heard me like when I was in high school I ain't gonna lie to you you know what I'm saying so yeah, so like X, it, it was it was dope man I've I, I been, I been, ba- been banging him all this weekend or whatever yeah. you know what I mean but X was yeah, <clears throat> this, this, this whole my bad Ulysses this whole concept I mean, you know, not concept, but like this, this, this whole situation is almost like, man, I don't, don't want to sound fucked up, man. I don't know no other way. I would have been surprised if X was seventy five in a rocking chair, right? He just didn't project as a seventy five year old in a rocking chair. You know what I'm saying? Do you right? What's up? <laughs> no, it just hit me like. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like I watched Belly today, and in the first part of Belly or whatever, the first thing that he says is like, "I sold my soul to the devil." And we know the industry. You know, some people how like they get down or whatever. And I feel like he's spent a lot of his 
last years, last time on earth, trying to like make that back mm-hmm. to like whatever he did or whatever. And I feel like some people have self worth issues, and he does. I think when he was doing all that he was doing, especially at a young age, and you know maybe making some mistakes or whatever, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Whatever. We don't know all that encompasses what uh, DM, uh, DMX is personal. Mm-hmm. That he was fighting so many demons and trying to, like, really, really, really get his stuff on a straight and narrow and really, mm-hmm. like, just be able to function. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I feel like people make such rash decisions so young, mm-hmm. not knowing their full potential and their full self-worth. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, damn, like, I wish I could do this different. I wish I could do this different or whatever. And like, even as of late, I've been kind of looking at myself or whatever, like my self-worth, you know what I'm saying? Like for so many, sorry. No, good, <laughs> Why I gotta be the female on the fucking podcast? Good, <laughs> but for so many Everybody's years. Everybody's crying on the show or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for so many years, I've watered myself down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, and I'll be transparent, you know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've had certain things happen to me that make me not want for people to look at me. And I feel like even in that, my last relationship, I felt so comfortable being unseen. You know mm. what I'm saying? And it's like, no, that you was, really got to. <laughs> at least that was, that was a world class <laughs> shot. That was one of the we greatest things I've ever heard. We you just went the Hall of Fame. You just went the Hall of Fame. We let that roll. Shots. You just went the Hall of Fame of women. You just went the Hall of Fame. And I'm just saying, thank you so much. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> I know for me, mm-hmm. people see me as like such a confident and like outgoing mm-hmm. and like this. Is, but on the inside, like what I deal with, like here, mm-hmm. I don't. I wish I can be like in your eyes and be like, and I could be. I wish I could be like my own friend mm-hmm. to receive how much I give to other people mm-hmm. versus how I handle myself. Yeah. So that's that, why I'm like emotional because yeah. it's like I know how much these artists give to the world, but have so little to give to themselves. Mm. Like even being a caretaker, like I have so many underlying medical issues, but I'm just so worried about showing up and being there for my patients and not really having myself. And I'm sorry. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you have something on that, on top of that play? No, I just I, you, one thing I ain't gonna do. I ain't about to be the second person to cry today. You know she's making me want to cry because I know exactly where the fuck you coming like, from. Like, because you get so much to every know. people and, like, you want to show up. You want to be able to deliver and you want to be able to have those results and be like, yes, I'm here for this person. I'm there. And I, like, I, I know how much I am. But, like, being in Cincinnati, being on the road, traveling, it really exposed how much I was neglecting myself and how much I haven't been doing for myself, how mm-hmm. I was trying to be that people pleaser and just like living for everybody else and trying to be like that best version, best version of you least for everybody else, mm-hmm. but not like liking myself. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I so, think, yeah, I think, I of, no, go ahead, Bertrand. <laughs> Go ahead, nigga. For a suplex, you nigga. Go ahead, for a DDT, you nigga. No, no, go ahead. I'm um, joking, bro. No, I, I think I think that happens with a lot of people, a lot in a lot of ways. Where um, thank you, Bruce. Um, and I, I, and, I, and I, 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 thanks for saying that part about how um, you know you see a lot of these artists they give so much of themselves to other people, um, and you know we we look at them people from the outside look at them you think everything is so sweet. Because, oh, you got the money and you got the this and you got that. Mm-hmm. But you look at people like that and they put so much into music. You can tell he was going through shit because it's on the fucking yeah. paper. Yeah. You, that can, was, you can see what he cared about. Like you said, you can see what Nip cared about. <laughs> that was the hard part. You can see what Pop cared about when he cared. You can tell Pop cared about people because mm-hmm. he wrote about it and he rapped mm-hmm. about it all the time. But then there's some, there's that, 
there's that scary part of shit sometimes too for with these people who, like y'all said, it's almost like that premonition type of thing. There's that scary part of shit. Big made two albums, Ready to Die and Life, Life After, After Death. death. So that motherfucker was not here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pac rapped about seeing his own death. The niggas yeah. not here. Dem- that's because my bad for jumping. No, bad. go, go. I was a- no, because yeah. like that shit is it's it's what made them. <laughs> that heavy, that heavy. That that was that. I just got a whooping. Yeah, that was, that that was, was that a that heavy I got a whooping breath. <laughs> but that same passion and authenticity is what makes art. Mm. When you can feel like it's it's almost like I'm I'm a big fan of Griselda, right? Not because I made my money off the Pyrex, you know what I'm saying? But I feel the pa- them niggas is telling stories of real life. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's what makes I'm drawn intrinsically to truth, man. And like, I love it when I listen to you. I don't give a fuck what your story is. If it's real, I'm in, man. I'm sold, bro. So I got questions for you. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Brainstorm. So I got a question for y'all then. Where do we play a part in as a fan like you just said as a fan you mm-hmm. enjoy that real we enjoy these real stories that people can tell I, to us but but that yeah. real is death <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just asking because that, no, that, that, that real is detrimental i mean it's, it's real <laughs> in the fact that you can like a rapper and like and not like that he had pain but you can feel it because you've no. experienced that pain or it's or on the lighter side can I say o- on the lighter side you can like mary j because because you can feel, you can relate to that breakup pain, yeah. and people days. can't yeah. stand when yeah. she makes a happy fucking song, yeah. and so now she is. can't even make a song that's can't get that, out that, of that, that, box. that say the sun yeah. is out because motherfuckers want her to yep. be out here on a rainy ass day. Yeah. yeah, can I say some fucked up shit, man? Damn, this is fucked up to say. I think some of them people was put here to make that music because they wasn't going. They may or may not. I'm not gonna say what going because that's fucked up to say. My opinion, man, fuck that. I'm gonna be scared. <laughs> the thoughts of Dan I don't think Reed. they would have lasted that long anyway because of the demons they was fighting. Like art is to be consumed, right? And gotcha. that's their. It's almost like it's com- comedians. Are, I love com- <laughs> I love comedy Let's so much because comedy comes from. I have a very comedic view of life. I'm just not a comedian. Basically, what you were saying earlier about the shit we was talking about was everybody look at it this way, but Dev, you look at it this way. That's how a lot of comedians talk about how they view life in a different way that other people view life. They just are able to make a joke about it. But a lot of times the way they view it is dark. It's very, you know... Whatever you want to explain for dark. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with authentic, especially hip-hop and rock and soul, blues. They're coming from the place that you are, but you don't even know how to articulate. I love comedy. I love Bill Burr and Corey Holcomb and Andrew Schultz and these niggas so much because they can break down what the fuck I'm feeling and make me laugh about it. But in order for them to find the funny in it, them niggas had to go to a dark place. Corey Hope better get a lot. It take a lot out of you to be playing poker in the in the lobby with the abortion doctor to get your money back. It's funny. It's funny. But God damn it, that yo, the girl you was fucking just got an abortion. 
Right. And you living with this abortion. Now, you made it funny, but when you off stage, do you think about that kid that got killed? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's funny, to, it's funny to you, but to that person that's making the art, man, it's probably fucking their whole world up. That's why, <clears throat> you know, like I always say, anybody that knows me personally, mm-hmm. Like I was, I was chopping a brainstorm about it. You know, DMX is one of my my favorites because of different things mm-hmm. that I can experience mm-hmm. or that I felt through his music. That's why Donny Hathaway yeah. is my favorite fucking artist of all time because all his music was his actual pain mm-hmm. and things that he was going through. He wrote music off the shit that he was. Feeling. Damn man, that's a different type of music. Different kind of that's music. A genre in itself. They need to come out with a new yeah. genre, nigga. Passion. So, music. so yeah, yeah. Donny Hathaway. <laughs> Uh, Nipsey, DMX, they all in the same genre of music. Yeah. It's like, all right, how do I feel about this shit? What is the real authentic feeling? Right. Give me the pen. And that's what they do. Right. And whether it's from street shit to drug shit to demons to love to whatever the fuck is fucking with you, man, yeah. they, they write that shit down. So as a fan, man, I think our goal is to consume. Yeah. Because one I mean, way or another, they was, it was going to consume them anyway. Whatever they were dealing with was going to take them away. Before I forget real quick, mm-hmm. I want to say this. Yeah. I, I watched it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think I take naps before we go. <laughs> but before I forget real quick, one of the that will always be one of the dopest videos I've ever seen mm-hmm. was exactly two people we talked about. Mm-hmm. I just watched it yesterday. It was Nipsey introducing himself to DMX. Mm-hmm. And he clapped up like, yeah, nigga, rolling 60s. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm such and such. And DMX being like, Okay, yeah, I heard about you. You know, this, this, and mm. that. It was one of the dope, and it's crazy how that would be with them too mm. and them passing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, like you said, like how do we, you know, basically like be more than just a fan? Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm I mean, no, I was just wondering, like, what our role? I mean, it's well, not our role, our role but yeah. like, like you know, I think, like I said, I we think, can't let them live. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I feel like I feel like you know, really showing that positive side and really supporting them in their mm-hmm. in their in their their lower moments because one thing I hate and I and I said this in different podcasts in 2021 negative attention is just as good as positive attention if not more attractive mm-hmm. so like this whole trolling being a movement people just like poke, like like chill out mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I, I'm thankful that a lot of these people that's on those platforms that get a lot of those unnecessary comments or you know what I'm saying like conversation about them or whatever are strong enough not to off they self mm. but if you think about how people talk about people mm. how people like you know treat other people like it's fucked up mm. and it's so crazy that you always got to be on guard and you always got to be defending yourself and you always got to be so strong yeah. that you can't even take a breath and be cool you know what i'm saying mm. you always got to be like well what is person like and that's one thing like and i and i and i see it like for me you know going into because i know i'm going to make it all the way to the top for comedy i don't i mean y'all Bless y'all for like seeing me at the at the, at the ground floor, but mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying I know I'm gonna make it big in comedy, and my biggest thing is, like, I'm going to always be you least. Mm-hmm. Like I've like put my fucking heels in the sand on that part. I will never compromise who I am authentically, you mm-hmm. least for anybody else ever again because mm-hmm. that's literally how I was pre this decision. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Let people be who they are. Like, and then uh, even on, on the system or whatever with the whole celebrity thing. If I'm not on the stage, if I'm not behind a motherfucking camera, don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing off the clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's in this cup is none of your business. What is who in, in my couple? bedroom <laughs> is none of your business. <laughs> what I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we're too we're we're just too we don't know boundaries with these celebrities. Like 
like what was it a, a couple months ago the baby had an altercation with a hotel employee trying to take a picture of him and his daughter and he didn't want to take the fucking picture because mm-hmm. i'm with my do- i'm being a dad right now mm-hmm. Like, it's not safe for people to know where me and my daughter is being for the night. Yeah. Like, and you trying to take a picture? Like, and he he ain't beating him up or whatever. He roughed him up or whatever. Like, dude, like, that's not cool. Learn boundaries. Mm-hmm. Be respectful of the person off the clock. If they're not in the studio on those things, be respectful of them off the clock. I I agree with you 100% you least that'll uh, relieve a lot of pressure mm-hmm. for them to be able to relax and be themselves mm-hmm. and not always try to be like pleasing to the uh, the outside eye mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying but on a certain level too their job is to give the people something that they want that they're interested in something that you want to consume as a consumer mm-hmm. something that you want to spend your money on so in that sense like I, I, I guess it's just the undue pressure when it comes from from people placing themselves on people, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, like, like going back to the original point with DMX, you know, obviously he had his his issues, but uh, I, I honestly do think DMX is one of those people that people would have let alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I think there are some celebrities that you yeah. you respect them enough to be, you know, the yeah. kind of like if you met them, you might be starstruck, but you'll let them be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe because of the 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 pain that you have heard in their yeah. music in a sense like that that yeah, you won't just kind of they're unique man that's a unique artist because like you know if 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 Kendrick Lamar wasn't rapping he'll just be a cool dude who had a job somewhere you know what I'm saying like DMX would have been fighting them demons his whole life Nipsey would have been in the rolling sixties nigga about every part of your, oh, yeah. the business nigga what's up nigga you know what I'm saying like he'd have been on his shit you know what I mean like these dudes I, the authenticity separates you from others you know what i'm saying like so maybe they're infatuated with a the baby or whatever you know what i'm saying you see x you have a level of respect you see nipsey you have a level of respect you got a level of respect for these people man the baby is just kind of like you know you be making your your whatever off you know trying to fight niggas in the hood and shooting a video I'm like come on man like you know what i mean like that's not really yeah but he shouldn't have a time that he's like a father though oh he he, he can he can he can. What's up, bro? It's I mean, like when it when it comes to the stardom or whatever, or um, like in my opinion, this is all, it's all my opinion. But when it comes to the stardom or whatever, like yo, like when you when you sign up, I knew like it was you, you, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna say it that way because I'm, I'm quite sure you did. But when, when you come <laughs> when you come to that that notion, like when you sign up for that, and then if you being that, like for instance, like what is Kevin Hart, comedic rock star, and I'm I'm here, bitches, da da da, or like I said, uh, the baby. You know what I'm saying like. Well, when when you when you when you outshare like that, and then you have that bubble. I mean, like it it, it suck. I mean, it sucks to us as in. I mean, like they they a regular person. They put they they put their fucking shoes on the same time that we do as well, or put they uh, you know what I'm saying put their leg put their uh, jeans or they leg <clears throat> and their jeans the same way. I apologize, um, but one leg at a time. Yeah, it. one leg at a time. There we go. Got it. Um, but I mean, you know, when you, when you in that spotlight, man, like. You you signed up for that job. I mean, like you, like no different from being a, 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 a RN or STNA, whatever, whatever. Like yo, in room one thirty four, you know what I'm saying? Like if if he got a shit every day, you got to clean his colostomy bag or you got to wash him up. Like yo, that you signed up for these said things, these said jobs or whatever. Yeah, you know I mean, in my that opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, it, it don't matter whether it's a because they they on a spotlight on a high end. 
or 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 people in the background, you know what I'm saying? Like if if you if you just a goddamn roadie or whatever or a producer or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. I agree to a point. That's my, that's my opinion. I agree to a point because at the end of the day, yes, if you're SCNA, wipe that ass. But like real talk, I'm a comedian. There's not gonna ever be a six year old in my crowd. Ever. Mm-hmm. Unless I sign up to do a children's mm-hmm. event. So for you to project the fact that I'm a role model for kids as a 34-year-old comedian, no. Like, even with Cardi B, she's like a female rapper. Her music is geared towards adults. How could you ever, like, look at her and think that this is supposed to be a role model for your child? No, you can't. No. We're but people about- do that. Like, oh, oh, it's they, not good they're wrong. Kids this, this, this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like, really waste my time with people who got dumb opinions. Hello? So, yeah, they're wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that in this room, that's mm-hmm. the case. But you got so many people that, like I said, whatever, like, they don't know boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the baby, I don't care what he rap about, what his music about, he should have a space to where it's a, it's a respect for him being a dad. But I think those two different things. I, what you mean? Because if you're on a beach with your titties out, the paparazzi, when you sign up to be an artist or an entertainer, you yeah. are then opening your life up to the public. Absolutely. Yeah. And you lose a bit of your privacy. You do. Absolutely. It's just part of the game. I don't know if it's a disrespect to the baby more than like, more of like, oh shit, the baby with his daughter. I want to take that picture and put it on the gram. Is it right or wrong? I guess that's up to interpretation. But the moment you start making bread off of the community's input and money and monetize it, it's almost like your job. Like you're not off limits to your job. Like if you get on here and say, fuck dialysis, I piss in all the bags. You know know what I'm saying? You're not off limits. I'm saying you're not off limits. You can't be like, they pay you. Like they pay you. You, you, I mean, but that part of your ju- your life is open. What I'm saying is that part of your life is open to the to to them to peer into. Just like if you rap about you having a little girl or son, that son now becomes because on the flip side, when LeBron have a kid, LeBron's sons get famous because just because they LeBron's sons, this the price you. It, well, that's the more positive it, side of whatever. But when you have a conversation with said hotel employee and say, hey, bro, like, just, you know, be some chill shit, whatever. Cool. Like, like, don't do this, whatever. And then, mama said that they doing the same thing you, 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 you respectfully and properly ask them not to do. But that's cool. You, you're right. But that's, you can't necessarily, because you can't then be LeBron and then all the paparazzi don't go to Bronny's AAU games. Now you like, hey, you know Bronny good. <laughs> you can't yeah. have it both ways. Right. And, and and the biggest thing, even even with LeBron thing, even with LeBron thing, the biggest thing that he said, like, he kind of hate that he, that he named him a JR. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. instead of having his own his mm-hmm. own name, whatever, he, he, he named it a JR or whatever, because now it's, it's, it's in that footstep where it's like, mm-hmm. Oh well, I, I got to be as great as my quote, or as great as my dad. You're... <clears throat> so yeah, you right to a certain extent. You're yeah, right. yeah, you're right. You're I feel, right. I, feel, I mean, I feel where you're coming from or whatever. But but then also, don't go on the flip side and go on the other extreme. Like, oh my God, the baby is such a bad person because he beat up a hotel employee. No, like this is what happened if I was a regular ass nigga and you taking pictures of but me. But you're and my not daughter. a regular ass you nigga no more. But 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 this is the thing. If I if I ask you not to, 
you know the nature of who you dealing with, and you that's like that's like you, talking you, a bear you, and being mad. You get mobbed. You leave, I feel what you're saying, but that's that's the same thing as saying if I ask you to show up to Bronny's AAU game, you need to show your ass up. You can't do that. If they show up, they show up. If they don't, they you have now opened your life up to absolutely. Be, and I told you in a disclaimer on a beat that nigga I pop nigga. So if you sit up there and get your ass popped. Nigga, that I, I rapped about it. You you just became one. But then they can pop. sue you. Now you are gonna be in the next song. They can sue you. That's what I have money and for. And then the next lawyers. song will be my royalties. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I would just prefer to understand. Right. You gotta go. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gratitude alarm. I have four gratitude alarms: eight a.m., mm-hmm. twelve noon, four and eight. So mm. that means it's eight o'clock, and I need to be thankful. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that's happened for. Let's wrap that part up by saying, you know, yeah. RIP to DMX. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, obviously, he's provided great music, uh, great soundtrack for, for, you know, a lot of people's lives, di- different things that were going on at different points in life. I mean, Playboy, you, t- you spoke about it on Friday, yes. How, yes. how when you moved to Atlanta, that was damn near your soundtrack, yeah, you know, and, and, yeah. and how you... Road to it, you worked out to it, and everything like that, man. So we really want to say R.I.P. to his family. Yeah, man. Um, uh, I was, you know, to you know everybody affected by it. Hopefully, no. Go ahead, finish. No, that's that's pretty much. Oh, shout out to one of our favorite artists, by the way, Jay Z and Beyonce. Uh, What's that story? Real purchased. Okay, rumored. Okay, Okay. I'm I'm saying allegedly rumored to have purchased his masters to give to his kids. Oh, that's that's a good look. Yeah, yeah. Ten ten million. Ten million. Uh, for the seventeen youngins, mm-hmm. or, or the seventeen family members, yeah. or whatnot, but uh, it's supposed to be ten million. But once again, it's, it's allegedly. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Um, but yeah, so so thanks for for bringing that. So well, once again, R.I.P. to his family. So R.I.P. Uh, to his family. I'm sorry, R.I.P. to condolences to his family. Okay, for I'm like the Lord, what else happened? Who I know sorry, condolences <laughs> to the family for the loss. Uh, on a on, on I guess it it's, can't really transition out of something like death or anything like that. But uh, on a lighter note, though, uh, well, we were going to um, uh, did y- did y'all see in the news this week the the story of Paul Pierce getting fired from ESPN? Mm-hmm. Did no. y'all did y'all get to see the video? Mm-hmm. What happened? So Paul Pierce got fired from ESPN <laughs> because uh, he everybody knows he he served as an analyst for ESPN in the studio. Uh, kind of. Yeah, kind of. You know, but he, but I guess about five years now or so, he's probably been in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, he went on his Instagram live, and he was at a little place where he mm-hmm. was playing cards. You know, doing a little gambling. He was doing a little <laughs> drinking. His eyes was a little low, so it looked like he was doing a little smoking too. He's in just California. I'm just being honest. His eyes he was a little to low. Go. Um. But Paul just so happened to have a couple little uh, uh, little situations uh, <laughs> walking around, walking around in the background. You know, don't don't play it, but you can see the picture up there. Yeah, please. yeah, don't play that. Uh, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, a couple little situations playing mm-hmm. around, walking around in the background. Um, one was giving him a little massage as he was talking. Oh. Uh, uh, he was just looking all out of sorts. Uh, oh. Well, I just don't understand why they fired him though. Go ahead. Let's speak about it. Because ESPN it's, let him go. Because it's Disney. Because because it's, it's could be could be could Probably. be that is, that is, I'm, I'm I equated it more to being Disney. Disney does own ESPN. Right. Uh, it does kind of look bad when one of your more known employees is is on an Instagram live, um, with people twerking in the background, mm-hmm. 
sounding every little bit of drunk and high. I mean, it's it's kind of like what we said. It's just it's just personal life, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. But we just when talked you, about you, it. We just talked about it. When you sit at a certain chair in life, mm-hmm. at a certain stage, there are unfortunately situations do. that you can't be a part of or promote. He, I'm all for it. I love the fact he. I love to see a motherfucker having a good time doing what he do. Real life shit. Smack That's real life cheek. shit. Smack ass cheek, Paul. I, I, I want to <laughs> jump on the TV right now and smack that. But mm-hmm. all oh, I'm saying okay, is, <laughs> you got to, I mean, that's his real life. Mm-hmm. He he showed his real life for a moment. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, because of the who he represents, mm-hmm. as far as work, he, he took a L. But he don't seem too pressed about it, though. Yeah. I mean, they he, said that he said that, you know, ESPN can fire me. He didn't care, so. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, that, I mean, when you already have millions in your bank account obviously you care you care a lot less i mean he was actually on his ig live talking about starting a podcast and things like that um um so i i guess it i i almost took it as with him doing that he almost didn't care if he got fired or not um uh do you disagree so you disagree with them firing him um i don't know if i disagree with them firing him um it was dumb on his behalf to do it you know what I mean? I mean, what did they think they was really getting themselves into with NBA players? It was dumb to do, though. It was dumb to do. He posted it himself. It was dumb yeah, to do. Yeah, it wasn't it was like he got, he, he didn't get, didn't nobody come in there in United States. United said you get a, what is it, uh, uh, when they get into your accounts or whatever. But it, no, nobody, yeah, nobody yeah, hacked. Yeah, anybody hacked him to know. He, <laughs> he was live on his Instagram and he decided to go ahead and do that. He wasn't really doing nothing, though. I mean, he, he, he was living, he was, he was, he was living his life. Which he has the right to, but you got to understand for me that you got to understand that, like you said, we talked about the chair. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that that along with what you get for that and those and the money and being on the TV or whatever, it's the fact that uh, fair or not fair, you do lose a level of privacy that the average citizen does have. Mm-hmm. Now, none of us guys here are going to be in that a room. That word is so perfect. Where did you go yeah. to school? I went to sure. Harvard. I went to Harvard. I went to Harvard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but no, none of us, none, none, none of us men here. Are, none, you see, none, my name is above that. You see, no word. tires in this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, all no, no, none of us guys here are going are to put ourselves in a situation where we're going to be in a room with strippers and all that stuff or whatever. Never, you know what I mean, never. I mean, we, 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 I, ew, yeah, ew, disgusting. You may see me, nigga. I don't ew, know. that's <laughs> nasty. That's disgusting. Hey. Uh, put your clothes on, you know, so like, and, and we're and we're definitely. I mean, but it's like so. But if we did, uh, if we did that, it went live. Like somebody has somebody in their life that that you're going to have to deal with. Hey, you know man, I don't so, even know what they was here for. So, so my thing is even on that small level. In that How position, did he get here? I don't know. They didn't have a P five, a P seven key. No, they have a P seven key. How you get here? Give me my twenty seven dollars. <laughs> How you get my money in your ass? How you get my money in your ass, crack? Is that my no debit card in your titty? I have no idea. How do you gonna get my mom? <laughs> I, I'm Police, I've been robbed. No. At least it shut up, Dan. How did this ass get on my thigh? What is going on right now? Go ahead, Brainstorm. No, I just, I just, it's just, um, 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 like even even in that situation, you got somebody that you would answer to, if yeah. it was one of us. So he has somebody he had to answer to. Yeah, yeah I believe he's and, married. 
No, he, he ain't. No, oh, no, no. He ain't. He what, ain't what I meant by it was, was his, the person he had to answer to was ESPN. For us, it might be a wife oh, right, or something right, right, like right, that. Right, 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 right. But his, he had to answer to ESPN. So, I mean, yeah, you live by it. Yeah. Hey, you got to be careful about what you do when you get in that spotlight, man. When you had, mm. Like I say, when you sit in that certain tables, it's a situation where you just, you got to be careful what you do. What's up, Bruce? Go ahead. No, um, like go, go, going back to all that, this is, this is to wrap it up. Um, the the issue it was it was hand to hand. So ESPN, you know, as, as a thing of Disney, like, like I spoke upon, and then um, so with the you know Disney, you know, it's just kind of buttoned up and tight, whatever, whatever, blah blah blah, because the Disney platform. But um, one of the one of the statements that came out about him, um, or about that said subject was that um. He because 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 he did it live and then like he he ain't, it wasn't no leak or wasn't no this and that everything would have been straight if, if like say it was somebody else filming it or whatever like that it, it would it would have been like good to go they they want to quote candy or whatever and stuff like that but and then then it's a theory as well that um that he's gonna um <clears throat> that he about to bounce back in a different way like um probably got probably, probably got, got probably got different uh, different avenues podcast like like, like I spoke upon podcast wise and stuff like that. Well, I hope his personality better than it was on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he kind of yeah, he kind of stuck on there. He he wasn't the worst ones um when it comes to the uh, NBA players that uh, transitioned over. But all right, let's go into it. Man. All right, so uh, you know, last week, um, last Sunday at this time, actually, I guess because it's after mm-hmm. eight now, we were just getting into that versus, mm-hmm. um, which I think it seems like a lot of people enjoyed that versus that people was... of all different ages, uh, age groups. Uh, Ulysses, did you see the end of the versus last week? Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the Isley Brothers. I've seen a piece of it because I was at work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry. I feel like they had the best person to host yeah, that Earth with a Fire. That was probably like, the, the biggest takeaway in, that I've heard about it was, it was the Steve Harvey Steve Harvey. Yeah, I, I, I personally love Steve Harvey. I love his growth. Like, just everything about him is just so, like, chef kiss. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm just a, I'm a Steve Harvey fan. <sighs> Go ahead. I would like to beg to differ. Mm. Uh, yeah. Motherfucker talk too much. Mm. I thought he talked too much. Mm-hmm. And see, I seen pieces of it. That's why I said, like, I was excited that it was him, but I didn't see the whole versus battle, whatever. But I feel like that is such a dope versus this period, whatever. I heard like little bits of pieces. I was trying to like get yeah. in and out, whatever. But I, yeah, if that was the case, I could see that also being, you know, something or whatever. Because like, yeah, he has come to a point where he got a talk show, so he feel like he yeah, I, talk. Yeah, I mean that's, that, that, was, that was the basis. <laughs> actually, yeah. yeah, I mean I, I feel it. I mean I, uh, that was the overwhelming. Um, Sentiment. It was people that he talked too much. I thought it was just the whole. I like the whole vibe of it though. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he would have little stories. I I enjoyed it though, man. I I enjoyed everything. The stories about it. were fine. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I felt like he didn't have to have a story for every after every song. Thing. After every goddamn like, song. After every song. I know. I remember. <laughs> I went to the Richfield Coliseum. Glitville. <laughs> High school, 1974. <laughs> I was in the third level. You so, know what I'm saying? Every, so, t- every so what you saying? It was a three-way versus. versus. It was a three-way versus. Yo, <laughs> you're doing too much. Like, like Steve was the what was the. You had to know what you were going to get when you were going to put Steve in that chair. You know, but Steve is polished enough, or he should have known enough that you have to know how to get in and get out, or sometimes <laughs> shut. All the way, the fuck. You know up. what? I, I'm a, I'm a, you lease. Now it's me and you. It's team you lease and damn. You know what? Don't jump back on this bandwagon, nigga. Well, fuck you then. It's me. But, uh, but no, like. Baby, come back. I think, I think the, 
to, for for me watching the verses though, yeah. I think Steve Harvey was. If you was watching that verses, you had to watch it with like an uncle, and your uncle was gonna tell you. I just felt like the whole experience was what the experience should have been. Like your uncle gonna be like, man, I remember back in '74 when this that blah blah blah. Like that's what. That's what happens when you listen to those songs with old okay. niggas who was nineteen when the song came okay, out. Okay, so this is what I have to. I then he was fucking. Hold on, real quick. He was fucking up the year. Like that was seventy six, and the niggas he was, was trying like, to tell nah, him about their own album. That he was, was like, "You sure? That was he ain't sure. That was on the End of Stone album. They're like, no, nah, that that was that was on the Fantasy <laughs> album. Said, Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Nigga, what? I made sure? the album. I cut the album. <laughs> we are Earth. This is fire the talking to you, man. Listen, listen, there. The same motherfucker that messed up the fucking award show. Yeah. And the he's, trying, <laughs> he's trying to get them. Like, you sure? But look, I, just, I liked it, though. Look at that nigga. Look at that hat. Look at this I nigga, mean, he, man. I mean, he was sharper than, you know, That nigga was sharper than a tag. Like, all of them was. Yeah, you know? them niggas was sharp. Shout out to Ryan. Except for my Isley. one nigga with the long they, hair. They, you know, the, the women was going crazy over the, the silver beard. I yeah. call, you know, yeah. whatever well, the case may be. I can say this. I can agree with Brainstorm and Playboy with them talking too much because literally I've been in comedy shows where we have a list of 13 comics, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, and every comic has five to seven minutes to do their set. If you the host, bring up the next fucking comic. You don't have to have a mini set in between every motherfucking comic. I feel like, please. (laughs) Like, all right, you're right. The host is a host. But at the same time, it's different with environment. You know what I'm saying? Because if that was the yeah. environment and it was conducive, I get it. But I understand what you're talking about because it makes the experience longer and it really takes away from the energy to bring it back up to the next song, to the next song, after storm. Yeah, I get that because like, I if, have to work behind that. Imagine if, imagine if Eddie Murphy and I don't know. Um, it's a fucked up comparison. Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. They was doing not a verse, but they was he Eddie Murphy would tell a story about Beverly Hills Cop. Then Martin would tell a story about House Party. Then Eddie Murphy would tell a story about coming to America. Then Eddie Murphy, then Martin tell a story, and then the hey. host. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. But the host was Dave Chappelle. I would want to have Dave talk about his experience while being a young comic. Yeah. Lit, watching Eddie Murphy come up and watching Martin come up, like I will. That's how I so, felt. I was watching Steve Harvey experience <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Ozzy Brothers the Kid. So, so, but my question is, when did Steve put out his album? No, because oh. because 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 he was singing with him too. Because it if, was if, great, if, if Steve didn't put out, it's like the Chappelle thing is great. I think it would be dope to hear three comedians. Having a discussion oh, like it, that. If it wasn't Chappelle, Steve, if it was Steve talking about about to bust the zipper because he was with some chick or whatever, ain't got shit to all do right, with nothing. Okay, so if but, it wasn't if it wasn't him, if it was if it was Denzel doing it, I would want to know what I Denzel think, was thinking and I doing think, at the time when those two people. It felt to me just like it was. I went on a journey back to 1969. And maybe, the narrator maybe, was Steve Harvey. Maybe we didn't give a fuck about Steve that much. Maybe, maybe that's that what it problem. was. Maybe that's what yeah, I, mean, I, I was too into it though. You know, Ozzy Brothers is my favorite group of all time. Well, do you think so like I was if too it was a person it. of music instead of Steve Harvey? Do you think if it was a person of music? No, like maybe because like he was an outsider. He was in awe of some of the songs, like the songs and going, said, like, and he'll be like, "Oh shit!" It'll be like it'll be like Denzel being like laughing hard as fuck at the New Jack City episode of Martin. Okay. And you, it, it's like it was nostalgic to me. Almost. So let me, but that was me. That so let me, me ask you this: 
do you think, because me and my fam did this like the other day or whatever, and it was, oh, it was juicy. If they did a versus with actors and comedians, like I just sit. you take, no, I see what you, you did it as like a thing or whatever, but like mm-hmm. I'm saying like, we're like, like, like if you took like, for example, motherfucking, who would we say that was a good one? If you uh, say Eddie Murphy and Mark. I'm about to say Eddie Murphy and Mark, maybe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's say Eddie Murphy and Mark and Dave Chappelle hosting. <laughs> Y'all some assholes. But do you think that they would be able to do a versus like... like Sets, different joke jokes? Joke, line for line I would in a movie? A I would like to see that. Whatever, I would like, like to see this for sets. I would like to see like Eddie Murphy versus Kevin Hart, like they best top five. Yep. Yeah. Like the Goonie Goo Goo versus... Long you, dick, like I would love. How to would see you that do? Shit. How would you do it for actors? Like Michael B. Jordan versus yeah, Al Gore. He's like, never done anything that was like no Fruitvale Station. Yeah, he was playing but, somebody else. I mean, that's a good point. Okay, so yeah. so like, what would it, what would it be? But like, he played it. Though. Like he played it. What was it? What was it like? Okay, Jamie Foxx versus Denzel Washington. Like movie for movie. Role for role, acting for acting. What are we like, going you know to? Ta- what are we doing? Taking lines out of That's it or something, saying. like yeah. a scene or something yeah. like that. I would yeah. be more of a fan of a stand up. Like I would be more a fan of like set. You like comedy? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like on the acting side, how would you do a versus? Like how would it? I don't be? know if you could. You think so? I think it. Be- I could do. I could do sitcom segments. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like acting, like legit scene for scene, like or the car to my nigga scene versus what some other. I don't know. To put Jamie Foxx and Denzel in the same category, acting wise, kind of blasphemy, but that's all other conversation. We're not gonna go there because we're, we're we are. We Jamie are, Foxx is the greatest entertainer we, in my opinion of all time, but he ain't he don't hold the candle. To Denzel, I would acting. say that. I was just saying that's like, a lot of people that don't like Denzel but we, acting. But I'm but learning. Me and my friend, we went through it like we was like we talk about Makai Pfeiffer. It had it had to be like, Denzel versus Leonardo DiCaprio. He 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 he. he, he all of them. Yeah. yeah, he crosses. It, it, with all due respect, there's no black actor that. What can about hold the Johnny Depp? Yeah, because he's played. Such an extreme spectrum, all the way from yeah. like Willy Wonka to Pirates of the Caribbean to this and that. Like, like he's like literally has. But Denzel, himself. to me, Denzel has dramatically acted better than anybody ever. Yeah, and so he who never really. Put, so who would you put in the verses with Denzel? I don't know if you can. Denzel, you call Denzel. Denzel is Will Smith, maybe. Denzel is Denzel is the R. Kelly of of acting. There's no comparison. Listen. Will Smith is Usher. He still got some, he still got like a sitcom. Like Denzel too dope for a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Like Denzel can be on no fucking sitcom. Like mm-hmm. I'm the best actor in the world. But you're right. Fresh Prince would be the, we'll call it Fresh Prince. Will Smith would be the only <laughs> nigga. But that's like R. Kelly. The only way you can really do is Usher, but he ain't fucking with Kells. So, okay. yeah. Denzel to me is a whole different animal though. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. That, but that, can we talk real quick? This is a fucked up conversation real quick before we get up out of here. Mm-hmm. It's way fucked up. And I don't, I'm knocking wood. I'm not wishing this on any. I'm looking yeah. like shit. Let me knock hopefully, my goddamn. And hopefully we all get to this point, man. Fuck the one. <laughs> the one thing about having these dope people and these idols, man. I don't even want to think about what happened once you get to the point where you start losing some of these like staples and icons. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. How do you we, think we've had like that our conversation parents felt before. with like Sidney Portier and all? Like, you it was you were, yeah that that's heavy. We, we we also were in a time period where like and I'm not I, I definitely am not, but like we got to the point where like Michael Jordan was that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, we, t- we had this Earth. conversation before. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like uh, Michael Jackson, like Mike when Mike like Michael mm-hmm. Jackson was that 
like our parents had some experiences, but we got some people in this generation that are that are are like like you said, they are they are our idols. Yeah, they're they're people's idols in in Paraguay and fucking Australia and Vietnam. Like they're niggas' idols everywhere. Mm-hmm. This niggas in you know Puerto Vallarta wearing Jordans, nigga. Like he is a nigga who Jordan Spill has it. like. <laughs> but but we're also reaching the age where. The people that we grew up watching. Like, so we grew up watching Jordan play. Mm-hmm. That means Jordan was already grown when we was a kid. Yeah, man. And now, nigga, I'm 40. Exactly. Jordan's pretty fucking old. I'm terrified, man. I don't, so know, like, I don't know how. I'll shut down. I'm not doing okay. a podcast for a okay, month. So let, for 23 days. I'm letting y'all know that right now. <laughs> so, so let me say this. <laughs> this- <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting you know I'm, I'm doing a I'm 23 days. I don't know if I can function. Talk about a Jordan moment. Live forever. I'm talking about a moment of silence. <laughs> yeah, Jordan got to live forever, bro. Jordan got to live forever. I will say this. This is the, like, we need to have a healthier conversation about these type of situations. Because it's going to hit us hard. Because it is. And I say this, I love how Will Smith said it best. Fuck Will Smith. Every, ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I say he say it all the time. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Like you gotta understand. Like this is one thing. Caught it. I did hands. But this is one <laughs> thing about it. <laughs> this is one thing about life. As long as you serve your purpose, and at the end of it, mm. God says. Well done. Mm, you good. Like that's the best thing you can ever receive mm. for everything that you went through in these years that you had on earth. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I feel like this ain't the end. Like this people have had a multitude of lifetimes. You know, deja vu come from somewhere. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So I feel like why should we fear the very thing that's gonna bring us such a peace and such a, a completion to our work? Mm. Like all of this ain't for vain. You ain't go through everything you went through in those 40 years for nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the way that people impact the world, the way you impact people who know you. Because trust and believe, you know, it's going to be people who mourn you for the rest of their life that mm-hmm. really knew the essence yeah. of how much yeah. you gave to that Real person. Shit, so it's like, that's why I always say whatever. Like, what are you giving to people who know you? Mm-hmm. What are you giving to those? What can you leave with a person in a small amount of time to y'all cross paths? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, really? You got to be authentic with them, man. Right. No matter what. I've had such healthy and productive conversations. Like, I literally, and you, my friend Keisha was on speakerphone. She, I was on, I, well, on my Bluetooth. I was in the Chick-fil-A line, and you know how they have to be, like, extra positive with people, whatever. They, and I made this girl damn near blush. I said, look at your stance, whatever, come through natural. And I was, like, complimenting her so much, she couldn't even finish my order. It's like, how do you make somebody feel better about what they're dealing with? Because I don't know what that woman going through. Mm. She could have maybe just got over not killing herself or playing to when she got off work. I don't know. I just how... want a chicken sandwich. This man. I was, I, I was, I was going to let her finish off the show because she was, she was giving us a word. Damn, just want a sandwich. <laughs> do you got the spices in there? I got a fucking coupon for a free brownie too. Yeah. Do they put cheese on there? <laughs> hey, Pepper Jack, Pepper Jack. <laughs> You with the fro, Pepper Jack. Uh, yo, we about to get out of here, man. That's that East Cleveland bullshit. That's that Shaw Heights bullshit. And Warrensville, we don't handle people like that, nigga. No, I'm fucking with you. Shout out to the shout out to the beautiful young lady in Chick Fil A. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> thank you, thank nah, you. No, but I mean, I mean, think about it. Whatever, like, what are people gonna say about you when you leave? Yeah. How are people gonna feel about you? Like, really? Is they gonna be like, ah, nigga, I, I'm glad he. You know, I just like, hope I ain't leaving nothing on the table. I hope people know who I am. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, 
Yeah. They're going to say that I always got us out the podcast at the right time. So yes. right. <laughs> Give them all your shits. Ulysses uh, Dickerson on all social media platforms. Cash app is cash sign Ulysses D. Because I'm out of work for two weeks. Um, <laughs> but no, I will always stay blessed, healthy, and wealthy. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I appreciate you guys for having me and bringing me on. And I'm about to finish this drink. This kind of rubbing is happening. Love y'all. All right. Um, Bruce, let them know where they can find you. Hey, yo, what's going on? Hey, <clears throat> Bruce, podcast uh, coming up, about to be up. Um, matter of fact, I think the 22nd, my wife go out of town. I'm going ham. So, um, but, um, uh, find me at Bruiser ENT uh, uh, Instagram Joseph Bruiser Collins and that's, that's with a Z um, on Facebook and if y'all need some lawn services if I do a shameless plug real quick um, stay off my lawn landscaping but hit me up on them same spots shameless. if y'all need to get y'all dog on lawn cut cut edge and blow we started at 35 I'm doing all cities even East Cleveland well sort of other than that I'm out um, Playboy give him all your shits <clears throat> All right, man. At the end of the day, it's Playboy to DJ, Playboy DADJ. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James3. You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. And they you can find you. me on all DMST platforms. Like I try to bend. Hold on. Hold on. Fuck that up. Like I, I've been trying to do is leave with quotes. Today, I'm going to leave you with a short quote mm-hmm. Die with memories, not dreams. Mm. Facts. Got you. Facts. Dev, give them all your shits. Hey. Uh, before I give the shits out, shout out to uh, Kevin Samuels. We gotta have a Kevin Samuels conversation. Uh, <laughs> the leader of the free world. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's the dude that go ham on people, right? Go ham, anti Derek. I want to see Derek Jackson versus Kevin Kevin Samuels. That's the first I want to see. But uh, with, with, with women writing in letters, yeah, they, exactly. Who gives the worst advice? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but no, man, it's Big Dev, man. It's always. Trying to spread love in a world full of hate. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, uh, you know, y'all know me for it. You know what I mean? If y'all love me back, I love y'all. If y'all love me back, it's cool. My mama do. His mama do. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Your pops always say, man, do what needs to be done when it needs to be done, whether you like it or not. Real Big Dev 216 everywhere. 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 All right, y'all, DMST16 at yahoo.com. Questions, comments, concerns, anything you want us to address on the show, feedback. Uh, you got a scenario you want us to talk about it you want uh, you want our advice we will give that to you um, you least good luck on, 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 on yes, your travel absolutely. safe travels and everything mm. y'all um, act like I ain't gonna drive up here I mean, once or twice I mean, a month like, you're I still ain't gonna like, be down there for 30 days well, you uh, know, pretty much 13 yeah, right? weeks minimum no I'm talking about the days you're not here you're there we wishing you good luck that when you're not that and we got God, dog you, you. So we wanna make you know sure what we ain't getting to the conversation you know we're supposed to have today you can't even big up women in 2021 we wishing you good luck we, fuck your luck, nigga. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean, even waste your hey, time. I, yeah, I, well, if, if hope you, you get down I, there, and your key don't work. If if, 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 you, if you want the luck, you take it. If not, then yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I love, I love appreciate y'all. Y'all gonna see me. I I can't like not see my guys. Like y'all, one of the big reasons I'll be coming back and forth. So I appreciate yeah. y'all. I hope it's a hole in your air mattress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hope it's a lump in your in your memory phone match. I hope the bathroom down the hall is out of order. <laughs> I hope the knob come off the bathroom door when you inside. What hotel am I staying in? I hope three of the blinds is broke. I hope you get my hotel room with no bed. <laughs> I hope the, car- the carpet got stains. Hey, y'all, hit that cash app because they wish you so much against me. I'm not paying this shit. Uh.
No, man. So we will see y'all next Sunday with a brand new show, man. Remember to visit Nicorio Apparel uh, for for your for your needs. Real quick, real quick. My bad, my bad. No, good. Um, this Wednesday. It's not the episode that um, that I was on. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Cleveland I love Comedy the Festival. CLE will be out this Wednesday. Shout out to the Cleveland Comedy Festival. the yes, Cleveland, Cleveland Comedy Network. Um, they did a, a show, one called I Love the CLE. Both of these, if, and then the other one is a toast to Cleveland. So think about um, VH1, I Love the 90s, I Love the 80s style shows about specific topics and they're they're releasing them like one on movies one on one on music on their youtube one on sports yep on on the on the youtube page so the episode will be out on wednesday so if you get a chance i saw the one on wednesday supposed to be about um films that were shot shot in cleveland Cleveland, stuff like that so uh cleveland comedy uh festival um is behind it you know what i mean and um it's gonna be a pretty pretty cool funny dope uh um series both of the series and, so. if, you, and if you're not following cleveland comedy festival mm-hmm. on like like on instagram and things like that go ahead and go follow them and uh, we are a part of obviously a part of their network mm-hmm. uh so they obviously um you know uh, shout out the shows that they that they do there mm-hmm. um the other shows on the network so make sure you follow them also as well man yeah so yeah i just want to say that so wednesday this wednesday this wednesday this wednesday cleveland comedy festival uh youtube page the first episode of I Love the CLE will be out. That's what's up. All right, and we'll be looking out for your episode too. Yeah, man. I, yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have some of the um people coming through. You know, we mm-hmm. we'll have some some people affiliated with it. I love through. y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna get on out of here, you man. At least been as, drinking, y'all. Yeah. As 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 I say every You gonna six- invalidate my love? <laughs> Cause I've been drinking. <laughs> Drunk my sober thoughts is the studio. Yep. So if I said I love you, I do. Yep. Thank up? you for that. Shit. Um, Goddamn. Um, as we say every single Sunday, man, it may be cloudy today, but the sun will come out tomorrow. So as long as you are here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability. Motherfucking I am DJ ability. Brainstorm for you. For no, for you. My bad. Right. Uh, I mean for you. <laughs> <laughs> y- y'all know, he know what I'm talking about because the number four. Yeah, he got to put a whole new one together right. <laughs> on all social media, Wait, man. What was the what was the uh, the, the phrase? You ain't said the phrase. You said you got a phrase. You just said it. What? You said you got a phrase. Oh, my oh, bad. Yeah. When it's hot out, the thoughts out. Listen, the west side of Cleveland <laughs> was a fucking. Shit show this week. Not even in a, I'm I'm off the market. Okay, it was a female meat market. Okay, at bus stops and corner stores around the city. Good thing I'm putting the rims on. I plate. said, God <laughs> damn, we need to get hashtag hot out the thoughts out because it was. I have never seen so many bodysuits, ass eater shorts on in my fucking life. Did you see any gray sweatpants for your girls? I'm not give a fuck about that. <laughs> Somebody will be pregnant by the end of this. Flight. You know what I'm saying? This is out of control, man. But yeah, hot out thoughts out. Let's get that trending on <laughs> no, Twitter because the thoughts are everywhere. All they needed was 71 degrees, nigga. One tick <laughs> above 70, and they brought the body suit. They were sitting out. there watching it like, boom, boom, ass out, ass out. Like, <laughs> the motherfuckers was ready. I said, let me get the fuck off the west side. What the fuck is going on over here? Yeah, that's funny. Anyway. And we out, y'all. <laughs> DJ Prince. Hey, y'all. Man. Yeah, peace, y'all. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace.